Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 22. Today's episode begins a new arc in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. This is One Quiet Night. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. I believe we left off. You had the Saffron on board the their battle cruiser, which is called the Hyperion. Imogen was frantically like pulling cables out of cameras. Oh, I missed that detail. We said at the end of last episode that the first priority was to shut down the cameras to stop the feed from going out. Right. Why don't we uh, roll for that right now then? Because we couldn't do it before because we needed to use the cameras for the sensor suite, but now it doesn't matter. Right. So you want to try to do this right? Do you just want to try to smash things so they you risk uh, like ruining your, your sensor suite? I can always buy new pieces of sensors. I am more concerned about compromising my allies than I am about my sensor suite. Because you know what? Yesterday, I didn't have a sensor suite. Or allies. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So I would say that this was a mechanics check. Yes, and if it's more of the smash variety, I think it's an easy mechanics check. One purple. But you know what? I'm going to spend one of these right away. It's a red. So you're giving me a red, but I have a toolkit. Yes. So that gives you a blue die, I believe. Yes. I mean, I can help you smash. That too. <laughs> so can I? Oh, you want? <laughs> I'll get a blue die from Lily. That's right. How much am I afraid of failing this? Should I use a story point as well? This is really important. I mean, we have all the story points. Might as well get this yeah, campaign I, off. I will use the story point because I desperately need this to work so that people don't think I'm a traitor. And I will succeed with four advantages. You are able to dismantle the interior surveillance equipment. The exterior also. It was both. Oh, you just want to, you remove all the sensor equipment is what you're getting at. You I, just unplug them or something, can't something you? Something transmits what the cameras are recording. So I need to turn off the cameras. That was my yes. understanding. Yeah, 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 you have disabled the full sensor suite. Okay. And it is in working order. You can reinstall it. Oh. That's, that's what your advantages are getting you. Okay, that's good. You've just dismantled all of it, but it's it's all the sensors. So once I figure out how to not send out those packet broadcast things, then I will be able to turn the sensors back on. You'll have to make another check to like reinstall things, but you don't need new equipment. Okay. Yes, whatever it's recorded into its buffer, it might still send out, of course. Okay. You don't know when that is. You don't know exactly what goes in there. I don't know where the buffer is. So until I figure those things out. The files are in the computer. So I've heard. But the nice thing is, is you're very charming. So maybe somebody will help. <laughs> Not only am I charming, but I'm even better at negotiating now. <laughs> ah, that may be relevant. Some people would say they don't negotiate with terrorists. Imogen does. <laughs> she negotiates with everybody. Well, I'm better at piloting, so we can get this thing going and I can crash it on a planet. You guys take a little bit of time, futz around with your own ship. You manage to get that working. It's not too much longer that there is a ship-wide broadcast, it seems. Oh, is it Dear Matthew? Yes, it is, actually. I'm so glad we were able to get to you. I'm very sorry that we couldn't get to everyone. Uh, those of you who fought very bravely, but we made a great strike against the Dominion. Uh, right now, we took some serious damage. 
We need to reboot the system, so we're going to be taking off comms and non-essential components. We want all of you to get a good night's sleep while we do this. You all earned it. I know we're behind on pay, but please get a good night's sleep for once and uh, let the officers deal with the rest of this. So if you don't have to, please don't leave your cabins. Certainly you can if you want to, but no one's on uh, maintenance duty tonight, nothing like that. We're going to run at low power mode uh, until everything gets back up, and then we're going to be real busy fixing everything. But for now, take one quiet night. Uh-oh. So did you want to try to take over the ship, too? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Imogen, you actually, Imogen looks kind of rough, doesn't she? Or did you patch up? With the stim, I have only suffered one wound, but mm -hmm. I am at 12 of 14 strain. She's kind of like going like a little crazy with the cameras, you know, like pulling things out and, and like telling you to put duct tape over the lenses and things like that. And her like her braid is all like frizzy and okay. she's like, she's- Does the hair fall out of the braid? And that's when you know it's, it's getting serious. She's stressed out because she doesn't want to ruin things here. Uh, you know, Imogen, make an average cool check. I'm not so bad at cool. I mean, you're stressed and you're showing it, but are you keeping it together? One success. You're definitely stressed. You're definitely frantic, probably, but you're not out of your mind. Can you tell me the nature of the hangar in which Saffron now resides? It is a hangar similar to... You don't know, because you turned off the sensor suite. Also that. <laughs> you flew it into a hangar similar to the one on the upper right here. There's actually like an abundance of space... So there's lots of crates all over the place? Your hangar has, yeah, a, a modest number of crates. Uh, there's not a lot of equipment and there weren't any people in here when you landed in. Are there other vehicles in here? You did not see any when you flew in and you have not had a chance to check it out. After dealing with the sensor suite, my intention would be to open our hatch. Sure. I know the Admiral just made an announcement about everybody taking a quiet night, but I'm not entirely sure what the level of our permission to be here is. Sure, sure. And we've slept. You slept yesterday. Yeah, we slept at, at Lee June's, so we're probably not as bad off as these guys. You're not as bad off as these guys who are like fighting for their lives, so. I think at this point, just if Imogen's really stressed, I don't really know what to do about that, but it must be really important for us to put duct tape on stuff. So yep. whatever she tells me to do, that's duct tape. climb up, put tape, tape on that. I, I do it, yeah. Uh, if you like it, put duct tape on it. Sure. If you hate it, put duct tape on it. I'm happy to stop and rest and sleep for the night, but not until like I know that nobody's going to come and throw us in a brig or something. I hear you. I hear you. Or put a ticket on our ship for parking in a no parking zone. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fair. You open up the hatch. There is atmosphere in here. Everything's fine. There is sort of a, you can see out into space. I have no idea what it looks like in the warp. We'll say it just looks like stars and stuff. Uh, no, they're in low power mode. So they dropped out of whatever the heck warp is. So we're just floating in space right now. You're just floating sort of in the middle of nowhere right now. But there's some sort of force field type thing over the opening into the hangar. You know what? Because you're in low power mode, I'll say like the blast door is actually closed. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that's a lot more sense. And it's just like low level emergency lighting everywhere. So it is dark outside your ship. One or two black dice? I'm going to go with two black dice of darkness. Spooky. Yes, it is <laughs> very dark. It's like you're in a big warehouse or hangar. There's just not a lot of other stuff here. There's like some clumps of boxes. A lot of those boxes look empty. Give me a one purple perception check to kind of take in the hangar. But there's a black because it's... There's two black dice. Do you want to try to do it together? Yeah, we can do it together. I imagine both of us are curious as to what's out here. Success with one threat. I will hold that threat in reserve. I was going to say this might be why you have strain because I'm like, why don't you go ahead and roll? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should be rolling these. Look at all these boxes. Perhaps you can make a, a Zerg house for Snowball. Yeah, I mean, you could make one of them into a, a larva house if you wanted. Most of the boxes are empty. 
Some of the stuff around here is just like generic scrap. Are the boxes labeled with anything like munitions or MREs or Zerg house? Yeah, some of them do have different labels. Some of them have like property of the Dominion. Oh yeah, there's several <laughs> of them have property of the Dominion labeled on it. Uh, there's several like that. There's some that say munitions. There's some that say Kelmorian combine minerals. Do any of them say Grom? Do any of them say Grom? That's a good question. Let me find out. I mean, it's not necessarily the case that everything here is stolen, but I'm just curious. Maybe they just found empty boxes. Yeah, I'll say there there are a couple that say Grom, and there's a couple that say Rose. So there's uh, goods from a variety of enterprises. But pretty much all the boxes are empty, though, I should say. But I said there's some random scrap. And I, when I say scrap, I mean, like, literal just, like, pieces of metal. Like, part of a hull or, like, the hood of a bike? Or... Yeah, something like that. Not, obviously, usable components, like electronics or anything like that. Are there any people? You do not see any people in this hangar. There is, like, an obvious door out to some larger hallway. And are there any other vehicles? There are no other vehicles. So what did we do with Snowball? Uh, I think he's in your backpack. Maybe he should stay on the ship. Okay. Where's a good place on the ship to maybe lock him in a room or something? I don't think he's going to follow us, but I don't know. You could put him in your room or we should choose rooms. Okay. You got medic room and you got engineer room. So those are my rooms. And, uh... <laughs> Lily gets the bathroom. Looks like the head is yours. <laughs> I'll just I'll just sleep by the computer. There's not even a chair at the pilot station to sleep in. I mean, whichever one you pick, I'll just take the other one and maybe just like, do I have enough to make like a little nest for him? And you succeeded the perception check, and yes, there was enough random stuff. I'll just put that in there, and then I'll be like, uh, whatever you say to. Tell him uh, to stand guard or something. I guess, yeah, stand guard, but I don't want him to patrol, so... And then I'll close the door and lock him. <laughs> lock him in there. Yeah. Okay, give me an easy leadership check. Oh, gosh. And you get a blue die. Oh, because he likes me. One advantage, one threat. Net total scratch. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, wash, yeah. So, like, you say something to Snowball, you tell him to stand guard, and then you start walking out the door, and he, like, starts following you, and he he's kind of, like, caught in the door. As it's trying to close. Oh, so, okay. Can I just push him? Uh, yeah, you can. Give me an athletics check. <laughs> Make it easy. One purple. <laughs> I just like shove him in the, the thing. Terrible. Like, this is why she's not a mom. One success, two advantages. Snowball gets the idea that he's like, oh, 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 patrol in here. Okay. Okay. What am I in? The engineer or the medic? Imogen uh, would have taken the first room we went in. So you're in the engineering type room. Okay. So then I'll do that. And then I close the door and listen to see if he's scratching or anything or... You can kind of hear the sound of him... Marching? Patrolling, like marching a little bit. Uh, okay. So can I feel like his intent through the door? Hmm... At all? Or is that like go through the door? No, that's, that's a good question. Did you leave any sweet tea for him? Yeah. And some some rations? Give me a two purple perception check for can you sense his intent. One success. The vibe is patrol round followed by relief of duty. Okay. I don't think I need to leave him food or whatever. I'm assuming that... I mean, he hasn't eaten for days and... Yeah, you don't know. Before we figured out we had to feed him, so... I have a question. You're getting this vibe through the door. Do you continue to lie to yourself that you just understand what his little grabbers point to and things like that? Or like, are you aware that you're perceiving something? I just heard him patrol and then stop patrolling. Okay. I mean, I don't know that Lily's like lying to herself about that, but I just don't know that it would occur to her that there would be any way that she would have any other information okay. unless he's like, there's some sort of radio, but somebody would probably have to mention it or it'll have to be really extreme for her to be like, oh, Okay. I didn't realize, yeah. Yeah, I mean, clearly you told him, to, you know, he wanted to patrol, so you told him, you know, take one round and then take it easy. Yeah. And, you know, he clearly nodded as the door closed. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as I was shoving him in. <laughs> you know, it snowballs like uh, a lot of recruits, kind of dim-witted, but you can eventually get through to him. Yeah, he, well, he's a baby, isn't he? So what do you want? He's like a Zerg baby, sort of. He's in the room, he's fine. Yep. When we first found Saffron, the front door was locked. Correct. Are we capable of locking it ourselves behind us? Well, that sounds like uh, an easy knowledge Terran check at this point. You guys don't have the manual to this ship. Not everything works quite right. Is this something we can work together on? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. I have one rank in it. What about you? I have no ranks. Success with three advantages. You are able to lock the door and you do not need to research how to do this again. It's a pretty straightforward process. Does that make her feel better? We can lock the thing? It's a little keypad. You reset the code to whatever you, you two agree on. Does that consume advantages or can I use advantages to heal strain? That's going to consume the advantages. Man. You're getting pretty exhausted. Okay. I mean, you can see if this place has a bar or a mess hall. Is that how you get strain back is from no. drinking and food? No. Oh. Sleep. You get strain back. Oh, well, then let's do this so we can get some sleep. Yeah, I just want to make sure, you know, we've got permission to park here. So you explore the warehouse more or the hangar, I should say. You pop out the door. Uh, the announcement said that the internal comms were being taken down. Yep. I would think we need to leave the room. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> Do you like pull out a weapon? Like, imagine no. Imagine no. It's like, we need to go find whoever's in charge. Yeah, I'm actually less concerned about like being attacked, except for if they think we're bad, then it's better for me to get shot instead of you. That I was see. my my logic wasn't that. I don't think they're enemies, but if they don't think we're enemies, like should we maybe wave a, I don't know, what would be military protocol on that? Wave a white flag or just don't put out your weapon? Yeah, that'd be one way to do it. Yeah, don't pull out your weapon. It's a good first start. I just won't pull my weapon. We'll pro- this will probably be fine. Yeah, and you don't know how organized the raiders are this is a huge ship yeah capital level ship that yes a nation state would have my impression is that this ship is so large that you could very well have people who are stationed on it who don't necessarily know each other it could definitely support a crew that large yes okay you don't know how many people are on this ship though whether it's overcrowded or skeleton do we have an estimate of how many people were at the fight on the ground give me an average vigilance check like retroactively how many people were there because i mean there was a fight going on so it was hard to tell yeah that awesome sensor suite (laughs) no i fail with one threat i mean more than 20 less than 200 okay what are you doing with that threat i am banking the threats okay i guess i'll just head down the hall i'll peek around give me a two purple perception check and two blacks because it's dark yeah this is hearing so no blacks for this one uh wash you hear some like pounding or maybe like some kind of machinery coming from it sounds like a hangar just like across the hall okay so imogen said she wanted to get permission so i'm trying to basically go towards the bridge so or something that's not a hangar because that's where i'm assuming whoever she needs to talk to is so that would make sense I'm going to ignore anything that sounds like a hangar and continue down the hall. I don't know if there's some sort of like anything that looks logical or if I need to make perception checks or knowledge checks or just walk. Make an average knowledge Terran check to like, where is the bridge on this ship? Wash. You're just not sure. Like this ship is huge. You don't have a good sense of where on the ship. You're somewhere in the back. Okay. That's all you know right now as far as where you are on the ship. The bridge, presumably near the front, but you're not even sure which way that is anymore. Yeah, then I, you know what, it's, I'll just keep walking until the doors don't look like hangers. Okay. I mean, we can begin, I'm sure, but. You guys just start walking. Is that correct? Yeah, unless yeah. Imogen stops me, I'm just going to walk. Imogen doesn't know her way around a ship like this. Maybe there will be a map somewhere, a directory, a floor plan. I will say yes, after you're walking on a long hallway, you do eventually come upon a 
map of sorts. It actually says Sons of Korhal flagship Hyperion. Looks like they didn't get around to editing this one. Well, here's the thing. So, like, it's got a map, and it's got some locations on it. Like, you can find, like, the hangar you were in. You're in, like, engineering sector. The rest of the map has been marked up with a lot of graffiti. So, basically, they, like, relabeled it, like, assholes quarters. That is and... exactly what they did, yes. <laughs> they scratch it off. And, like, someone has, like, remarked the engines, like, go-go zone or something. The, like, weapons batteries have been relabeled. Charging my lasers. <laughs> so it's a lot harder to use this map to get around because so much of it has been scratched up and defaced. Okay. That said, if you wish to try to use it, it will be a one red, one purple knowledge Terran. Is the darkness dice applying to this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that should apply too. But we okay. can combine. You can combine. Do you want me to roll this one then? Yes. Two advantages, two failures. So you do not know where the bridge is. <laughs> you could have used the advantages for strain. <laughs> But you are able to figure out, like, the bar is, like, that hasn't been defaced at all. Excellent. It says, like, officer's mess. It's been scratched out to, like, ship's cantina. Little Joey's place. (laughs) That is definitely still open. I start heading there unless Imogen says something different. No, Imogen just follows you. You seem to know where you're going. It doesn't take long to get there. It's sort of centrally located, so it's easy to get to from anywhere. There are not a lot of people in here. You do see... I'll say there's a few people in kind of a... Like grease monkey kind of outfits, the, some basic hats, like this person in the back here with like yellow coveralls. Uh, you see a few of them. You see at least a couple Marines. And the bartender is actually Joey Ray. What? What? And he's calling out, all right, last round, everybody. And we're closing up for the night. And is there a note tagged to a TV screen? That says, do not shoot at screen? Yes. <laughs> I do say what, and then I let Imogen go ahead because she wanted to talk to people. (laughs) As long as nobody seems concerned to see us. Are people rushing the bar for their last drink? There's not that many people here to rush. I would say one of the Marines, yes, does go to the bar, ask for one last last drink. I will also go to the bar and ask for two last drinks. Joey Ray's, Imogen, what are you doing here? When did you sign up? What are you doing here, Joey? Don't you have an establishment down on the planet? I do, but they needed somebody uh, real quick, so I'm filling up, filling in for a little bit. But yeah, I do have to get back to my bar at some point. It turns out bartender is a, an essential work role that has to be filled at all times. It is. It is. Even when they're in low power mode, you know, there has to be a bartender. We can only have one. It's a medic or a bartender. Get Joey. Yep. Yeah, get the bartender. <laughs> they filled that position first. Yeah, he says, yeah, I'll be back here early in the morning. We got a lot of meals to a lot of meals to make. Folks haven't had a decent decent bit to eat in a long time. Must have all been quite busy down in Marsara. They uh, were getting into a bit of a mix. A bit more than they used to, I would say. So what are you two uh, when did you when did you officially sign up? I must have missed this. We must have missed this too. Well, what do you mean? We haven't officially signed up for anything. What are you doing on the ship then? helping get your boys out of the scrap they were in down below. Give me a charm check. One purple. You're being very helpful. I just want to see how he responds. Success with one advantage. You can recover some strain. It's nice to like see a familiar face down here. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I really appreciate that. That's, that is good. I didn't know you two had a, do you have some kind of ship or a, a bunch of like vulture bikes or something? We've got ourselves a science vessel. We do. A science vessel. Those are hard to come by. Expensive too. I imagine she will be. How'd you run to come by that? It's a lot you can find if you wander around the wastes down there. Yeah, most of it's dirt is what you find. That's been my experience. Aye, but sometimes they're garden interesting things. (sighs) Picking a science vessel out from the nose is dirt. You two continue to uh, impress. 
Lily, what are you doing while Imogen is relaxing a little bit? Oh, that's a good point because they're talking and it's not super. It's boring. Yeah, I, I, was like, I handed you a drink. You have yeah. one that you can go circulate with if you want. Lily's not much of a talker, really. So yeah, she just kind of wanders around. Nobody told her to go make friends. So is the Marine in his power armor? Yes, he is still in his power armor and his power. Like he, it's taking some damage. Okay, so then yeah, I'll talk to him. I want to ask him about his armor. <laughs> You ask him about his, his armor, he's like... Yeah, I'm like, hey, what you... Oh, I say it looks like you took a few hits. Yeah, I'm still lucky to be alive, though. Those lurkers could have cut us up real bad. Thankfully, we got a hot tip. Oh, yeah, those guys... Oh, look a hot chick. Then I say, oh, the um, sensor readings. Yeah, I didn't know we had any uh, advanced detection. That was my friend Imogen. I point to her at the bar. She's got like a science vessel or something? Yes, sir. Dang, I did not know she was a pilot. How do you know her? I'm the pilot. Wait, wait, wait. You have a science vessel. Well, yeah. <laughs> she just runs the, the doodads that make things easy to see. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't realize he thought that Pilot owns it. Oh, no. We just share. I just drive the thing. But yeah, you make it go. She just, you know, stares at screens. I mean, that's, we need that, but... Oh, no, no. She made it go. I just pointed it in the right direction and didn't crash it too much. Hey, the most important part of shooting a gun is where you point it, not pulling the trigger. That's true. So you were in the right place at the right time. So thank you very much. Saved a lot of us out there. Don't mention it. Let me get you a drink. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, I tell I tell him his armor. I'm like, nice armor. And I'm happy to talk about that unless... He says, yeah, I took a few hits and be okay. Gonna have to get Rory and his crew to fix it up, but they're gonna be pretty busy. Did you take injury? Not that I could feel. So <laughs> at least not after drinking a few shots that I can't feel it anymore. So it must be fine. Well, we can see Imogen might be able to take a look at you. Oh, she a doctor too? Zero. Zero rings. We have a med kit. <laughs> we have a med kit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you no. know what? Lily shrugged. She's like, we've got a med kit. <laughs> he says, uh, maybe you could take a look at me. I mean, yeah, I can. Or or not. You know, it's it's cool. It's cool. Uh, we, we probably have medics. We actually, we, we have medics on staff there. Is there like a check to, to tell you're being hit on? I mean, if you want to roll a vigilance check, we'll say. Okay. Uh, two purples. Well, I, I guess I could see how I might have started it, but not thinking that because, you know, his armor is so cool. One advantage, two failures. <laughs> yeah, he just seems like a nice guy. I mean, yeah, I can try to take a look, but I don't really have any skill. But I have a med kit. So you're, you're coming across very practical. So he's, you know, he's getting the message or he's getting a message. There's medics on the ship? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. We, we do actually have a few medic score. Uh, Commander was able to, I guess, uh, he was able to hire a few people to do that. It's really handy. It's going to keep us going a lot longer out there. Pretty hard to stay frosty. We're not constantly under fire. If you're going toe-to-toe -to -toe with lurkers, yeah, you're going to need some medics. We're going to need some, like, siege tanks. Yeah. I mean, Marines are not what you want out there fighting lurkers. It's If you know ahead of time, yeah, you can spread out, but you usually don't. What were you guys doing out there? <sighs> oh, it's kind of a... Were you looking for something? Oh, you can't tell me? Need to know? Give me a two purple charm check, but take a blue die. Because I've been hitting on him, apparently. You've developed a good rapport with him, at least. Okay, yeah. You've been inadvertently hitting on him. All right. One success, two threats. That one green die really <laughs> worked yeah. out for me. You can take some strain, as it's it's a little bit uncomfortable uh, for him. Yeah, because I know that it could be a weird thing to ask. Or actually, no, no. I'm banking those threats. Don't even worry about it. Uh-oh, okay. He says, oh, yeah, we were, I guess you were uh, in the science vessel, you weren't on this mission. No, we had to recover some kind of weird alien artifact. Kind of set off, you know, alarms with the Dominion and then the Zerg. We were just trying to hold out until the evac came, but 
they overran our alpha position. So we had to get out of there. But we got the artifact, and I guess we're getting paid a good chunk of money for that. So that's good. All the rest of us can get paid. Nice. And then I can pay my tab at the bar. Good job staying alive in that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, I looked up. He gets kind of kind of quiet. He's just taking his drink. Yeah, I'm sure he wasn't. Anyway, I, I should go get going to my bunk. It was nice talking to you. You were... Oh, Lily. And you're... Sergeant Dawson. Sergeant Dawson. Nice to meet you, sir. No, whoa, no, sir. No, sir, around here. Yes, sir. Lily's <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> a colonel, apparently. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, somewhat darker skin complexion, very short, like crew cut hair going on. A little bit of facial hair growing in, you know, not quite military regulation. Right. And it's hard to tell how tall he actually is, but he looks like a pretty fit fellow. Because he's got all that armor. He's got this all his armor on, yeah. But he sort of clomps out. Imogen, you continue talking to the bartender? Yeah, I tell Joey that we heard Rory was in trouble, and so we came to assist, and we ended up on board. But we haven't actually seen anybody who's in charge or anything like that, so we're not really sure what our status is right now. Oh, I see, I see your conundrum. Yeah, 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 that's a little bit tricky. I, I can't imagine, I mean, the commander knows you too, that there'd be any trouble. I highly doubt we picked up any, like, Dominion spies down there. That's not really a big, big, big concern. Yeah, nobody who worked for a Dominion organization would, would be able to get on this ship. No, certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he knew we worked for a fraud. Yeah, I don't know if that's come up. Oh, okay. No, no, he does not know that. We're not very good at it, so maybe it doesn't, isn't obvious. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I mean, you could go to the bridge. It's a way, way down the hall. Just, just keep going all the way down to the front end of the ship. Or, I mean, if you wanted to, Rory, I'm sure, is back in the armory. If he's not, if he hasn't gone to bed, which he probably hasn't, but he might later. Are there any kind of protocols or anything? Protocols? Like? Like challenges and responses? This seems like an army. It doesn't just seem like a bunch of guys who are hanging out at a bar. Well, I'm a guy who hangs out at a bar. <laughs> so that's as much protocol as i can give you i think the admiral matt horner he, he could probably tell you all the protocols that are supposed to be followed i certainly could. you haven't seen anyone salute to any, anyone in here just to make that clear he's like i don't really know what the protocols would be uh don't point your weapon at someone i'm guessing all right yeah i mean you could check it with rory or you could you know what you're probably fine you're back in one of the hangars or something i don't know which one. The map was interestingly labeled. Yeah, I noticed that too. They've uh, taken a few liberties with the place since uh, Minx used to own this ship. Maybe ours can be labeled Carcass Corner. <laughs> did you find a good use for that barrel I gave you? I did. I was able to get that to uh, the raiders and they were... I think they used that to fuel some of their medical equipment. At least kickstart the process. Having a few medics on staff makes their uh, infantry... Uh, they live a whole lot longer. Do they have those... Those suits that shoot stitches? Oh yeah, yeah, those are standard issue now. All right, well, I won't keep you up any longer. Thank you much. Yeah, I gotta. He's got that. He calls. I was like, all right, everybody, we're locking up for tonight. And he starts uh, turning a couple lights off. Uh, you see some of the people in like the yellow orange overalls. They finish their drinks. They head out. It looks like they're going away from the hangars, kind of in a direction maybe towards the crew quarters. There's another fellow. He's a little more sharply dressed. Uh, he like folds up some sort of briefcase and uh, like heads up. In a uniform? What does sharply dressed mean in this context? Uh, he's not covered in like grease and stuff. It, he was clearly not fighting outside just before this. So whatever, I guess, sharply dressed for a sci-fi setting kind of means. Oh, so dressed like Imogen. Yeah. He's not in a suit, but he's in well-tailored clothes, I'll say. And he has a briefcase of some sort? Yeah, he's got like a briefcase. You are not sure what that's about, if anything. Which direction is he headed? Uh, he also heads towards like the 
crew compartments area. All right, I will locate Lily. She's depressing a sergeant by reminding him of all his men that got killed. <laughs> you know, it's it's like Rocco of the War Pigs said, people in this line of work, they just need to forget things. It's the only way to stay sane. That's, that's Lily's secret. <laughs> in so many ways. <laughs> I locate Lily and I tell her that we should just go back to the ship and call it a night because it sounds like it's probably fine. All right, you got it. Give me a one purple knowledge Terran check to get back to your correct hangar. Oh, crap. The black dice do apply to this because you're trying to navigate. So one purple and two black dice. You can work together. Failure with one advantage. You can recover some strain. You are not sure which way is which. You like wander around for about 30 minutes. End up in the wrong part of town. End up in the wrong part of the ship you don't recognize. I will say this is the end of an encounter, though. So you can roll cool or discipline to recover some strain. Doing much better now. A little bit of drinks, chatting with Joey. Have you suffered any strain? I have one strain. Did you do your second wind? No, I don't have any. Lily doesn't have any worries. Akuna Matata. She doesn't remember her worries. Yeah, sure something happened. Look, you just don't have to get drunk to forget. You can just forget normally. We're on this big cool battleship. All right, where do we end up? You are walking around. You end up at a door. It just says research lab. All right, maybe somebody will be home. And if not, maybe there's a computer that actually has a ship's map on it. I mean, unless the power has been powered down too much. Uh, someone like frantically like comes to the door. Like You can tell they click an intercom. Then you hear, crap, that's right, the intercom's off. The door opens ever so slightly, and you hear kind of a, not a quiet voice, an uncertain voice. They say, like, uh, who's there? Trick or treat. Uh, where are those all lost? Is there, is there anybody in there who can tell us where we are? Someone sticks their head out. Uh, now, after hearing your voice, uh, it is Dr. Egon Stepman. Oh. You were Imogen, right? Egon. I didn't know you were on this ship. I am. And your friend, hi. This is Lily. Hello. Wow, you're really tall. Well, this nice. is this is Egon. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to I meet you. don't even know. Like you had never even mentioned Egon to me. So I, I rambled at one point when I had almost cut my arm off about having met some scientists. Oh, so, okay. This is Egon. He's the scientist I was telling you about. But right. Lily doesn't remember very little about him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sir. Oh no 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 no! no. Well, I'm not definitely civilian part of the workforce here. Uh, the only rank is PhD. It's the only only rank. So you weren't involved in that action to recover fancy tech then, were you? Uh, well, I'm going to be studying that really cool artifact. Uh, he actually, like, he opens the door fully, and you can kind of see in the upper left here. There is a piece of something in some sort of stasis, rotating control. So it's floating kind of in the air, and it's rotating slowly. Is he, like, blocking the door, or...? He's standing in the door, but he's not, like, if you wanted to push through it, you might be able to do that. Can I push through it in any non-threatening way? Sounds like a charm check to me. Two purples. I probably can't. <laughs> Just pick him up and, like, carry him with you. Yeah. It's with three threats. And the way that I was thinking of this was kind of like, oh, what's that? And walk in to like get a closer look at it. Like, is this something Protoss? Is this something Zerg? I don't know. I'm interested in illicit tech. You are interested in illicit tech. So he, he lets you in and he doesn't think that you're, you're just pushing him out of the way. You do have a lot of threats though. So he gets a little concerned. He's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't just be showing this to everyone. <laughs> He's like, uh, yes, this is, well, this was for, of course, most recent mission and you know we have to keep these things uh very secure and uh both of you actually give me vigilance checks two purples 
Failure with one advantage. You can recover some strain. This is a really cool looking piece of tech. You don't recognize it from anything. The black dice apply to this? Yeah, they really should. Because it's also creepy dark in here. Okay, then I am sadly not getting back my uh, strain. Okay. Uh, Lily, how'd you do? Two successes, a triumph, and two threats. Dr. Stetman, he sees you in here, and then he is clearly standing in front of some sort of a glass, like large glass container over here, and he's trying to block your view of that, whatever that is. But I'm tall. You're tall. You can just see past him. Do I recognize this room? This room? Is this where he called me from? Ah, make a... Yes. You yep. succeed in your ass. If he's worried about his lab being secure, maybe he shouldn't make video conference calls from it. Well, he didn't know someone was to be calling from Car Hall. <laughs> but I failed that vigilance check. I'm just like walking around that circle looking up at this it is item and like... In a way, mesmerizing, I will say. I do have this written down, actually. You can make like a two red, two purple check if you wanted to understand anything from it. Knowledge Protoss. Oh, so does that mean I recognize that it is a Protoss thing? We'll see how you roll. Does the low lighting apply to this? I'll give you one black die for the low lighting, but it is itself a bit illuminated. But yes, Lily, you can see Dr. Stefan is clearly trying to hide something has gone wrong with this container. And in fact, you can see it's like leaking fluid. It's it's broken in some way. Oh, Imogen has duct tape. Like you tell him that? Yeah. He like looks down. He's like, yes, yeah, duct tape. That would be, do you have it on you? I, I will just borrow some. I just, you know, got a couple cracks, took some, took a couple hits. Did we bring it or no? We probably left it on the ship. Or did you bring any? I mean, I thought we had our backpacks, at least our weapons and maybe our basics. You probably do. So I didn't have an opportunity to sort through the tools. So the whole thing is still in my backpack. So yes, that means I've got like half a dozen rolls of duct tape. However, Imogen is paying no attention whatsoever to Lily and Egon. Tell me about your role. She's too busy giving the GM everything he wants. <laughs> everything he wants, everything he I needs. Have failed my knowledge protoss check. Okay, that's fair. With four threats, a despair and a triumph. If part of this is like recognizing that it's Protoss, Imogen is like reaching out with her like totally feeble psionic powers, trying to be like, what is this thing? So you're you're passing out. That's gonna happen. I will swoon and Egon will catch me. Yeah. <laughs> or Egon will be like, ah and Lily will catch me. Yeah, you're passing out, and you have a despair and a triumph. That's enough threats to knock you out, right? No, no, it's not, because you uh, let us recover oh. screen at the bar. So not everything the GM wanted. Not everything the GM wanted, then. Then the despair will, will knock you out, we'll say. The triumph, however, you do get a hit of something, as you realize this is not a Protoss artifact. Oh. You've heard vaguely that there is some alien race that predated the Protoss, that somehow were connected to them. Oh, this is Zelnug? Zelnaga, like the Protoss legend speak of. They're creators, of course. And if that's kind of the vibe, you get specific things you get from this. I mean, I did fail the check. You have no idea what it does, what it's for. I will say, you actually, and this is what knocks you out, I'll say. You get a glimpse of the planet Char, which is not unlike Redstone, except it's covered in even more Zerg. The whole planet is like this Zerg main hive clustered, and it's volcanic. Surprisingly, like, not a large amount of organic material, except reserve. You get a view of that whole planet, and you can see the Queen of Blades has come out of one of her hives, and she's, like, looking around ever so briefly. And for, like, just a moment, you can see her, like, as a Terran ghost for just a moment. And then it flips back to the Queen of Blades, and she locks eyes with you for a moment. 
and her like claw slashes out and you pass out. Imogen. Yeah, you hear a slump. Do I need to worry about these threats or? I'm saving those threats then. Okay. What does this look like to the other people in the room? It probably looks like you're staring at, you said you were circling this thing for a while, looking at it, kind of poking around. They're looking at the... Yeah, they're not really looking at you when it happens. They're looking at the jars and then they start talking about the duct tape and then they turn around to like ask me for duct tape and that's when... You slump over. And I would say you probably stagger back as though you've been attacked and then collapse. Slide down the other tube. Imogen. <laughs> I, go, I go over there and Imogen, I guess, shake her. Oh, oh my gosh, what, what happened? I don't know. You're a doctor. I'm a doctor of science. I'm not a, not a medical doctor. Different, different kind of doctor. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, he's like, I'm a doctor of science. And she's like, yeah. Science. <laughs> Uh, uh, let me, let me take a look. I lay her down and I'll start trying to get a stim out. I don't know. She's not bleeding. Yeah, she doesn't look super injured. Egon, like he, he like takes a pulse kind of thing. Puts his like hand on her forehead. He's like, uh, I think, I think she's just like, she's still breathing. She seems okay. She just, was she just really tired? Well, probably. She did fall on a spaceship earlier today. I guess it's possible she was just, you know, standing up against this rail, kind of like deep in thought. Uh, sometimes I just wonder what wonders are going to be in this artifact. And, well, she nodded off to sleep. Surprised she didn't wake back up, though. Imogen, she waking up? She does not seem like she's waking up. She seems like pretty out. Not like she got punched, but like she's just exhausted. Okay. Is there anything like a cot or anything in here? Like a comfortable place I can put her? Not in a lab, no. I'll just um, stick her in this tube of liquid. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Where's a good place for me to put her? I look at him. Uh, You can take her back to crew quarters. Uh... Don't you guys have quarters on the ship? We're in a hangar, but we got lost. We couldn't find it again. Oh, you're in a hangar. Okay, which... You don't know which hangar you're in. What kind of stuff is in your hangar? Barrels of Espane? Empty boxes. Empty boxes. Okay, hang on, hang on. That sounds kind of familiar. Empty boxes. Carry the two. <laughs> Not the minerals. Other stuff. Other stuff. Hang on. Yeah, okay. I think that's hangar 3A. And across the hall is Hangar 3B, and I think that's Rory's workshop. Uh, excuse me, he calls it the Armory. Oh, <laughs> we were right across from Rory's. <laughs> you know what, Lily actually says it, huh? <laughs> we were right across from Rory's. If that's where you want to go, I can I can, I can, get you back there. If I can get that duct tape. Yeah, I pull out the duct tape, I guess. Perfect. Is it easy to find? You just, like, roll Imogen over and start ruffling through her backpack. No, I take the backpack off of you. It's not, I don't think that's doing you any good. Yeah. I think Lily somehow thinks maybe you've been carrying this backpack too long. That might be the case. This toolkit's really heavy. Yeah. He can lead you back there. He's he's okay doing that. Let's talk about encumbrance. What does that look like? I think narratively we're not going to worry about it for getting... Okay, because I'm going to have two backpacks on Imogen. I don't think we need to worry. It is heavy. Okay. All this stuff. That's all right. Egon offers to carry the backpack. I give him my backpack. Oh, God! He doesn't look very strong, does he? No, not, not at all. Yeah. Oh, it's wait. Not like snowball's in it. It's yeah, not yeah snowball's not in there. That is true. Yeah, but he's still like, oh, God. I'll sweep up Imogen and see if I can get her out the door without knocking her head on anything. <laughs> Hopefully she wakes up. You were able to get her out and indeed recover the saffron and get back Okay. to your uh, hangar. And you think you can now get to the research lab and the cantina without getting too lost. Okay. You've sort of got your bearings a little bit anyway. Then I say thank you to Egon, and I'm guessing he is, unless he's like somehow interested in the ship, but he's got a some sort of weapon. He seems a little distracted. He's got a, 
get back to some stuff. Yeah, I wasn't looking for him to be interested, but I wasn't sure if he would be like, oh. I mean, I if I'd stayed conscious longer, I would have loved to talk to him about science vessel technology, but uh, I'm not really in a position to do so right now. So I will put in our passcode, which is like two. Just two. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> and then I'll try to get her on the bed. Did we have enough time to set that stuff up or is it? Yeah, your beds are, they're, they're livable. You could definitely fall asleep in them. Okay, yeah, I'll put her in the bed, I guess, take off her shoes. Yeah, give me an easy medicine check. No black dice and you do have the med kit. Two advantages in addition to the extra one and a failure. Imogen just looks like she needs to rest is your best bet. Uh, Imogen, you can get two strain pack. Three strain. Oh, because they're one provided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So three. Yeah. I'm like, and you're like, oh, she starts bleeding. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you think she probably just needs to rest. You're actually pretty tired yourself. It was a long day. So then I'll lock the front door, but I'll leave our doors open so that I can hear if she's something. We'll find out happened. who's the snorer. Yeah. It was Snowball all along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I check on Snowball. I guess, when's the last time we fed him? How long have we been... So this was a full busy day. Yep. And it was yesterday evening that you gave him all those rations and he drank a jug of sweet tea. Yeah. So I don't know how much sweet tea we have, but I'll give him some rations and some sweet tea. Yeah. He is nestled up in his little nest, like kind of in the corner right next to the wall, almost like behind your bed. Yeah. If he's just nestled, I can just leave him there. Yeah. He seems pretty chill. I look at him and I, is he, does he asleep? He is right now asleep. It seems he's not moving. In I won't mess with him. He's in torpor, is that what you said? Yeah, well, Dan said he doesn't really sleep. <laughs> and then I'll go to sleep, I guess. I don't see why we would need to guard. And Lily doesn't think of it. She goes to sleep. Boom. Go to sleep. Solution. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.